Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Thank you for joining us today on C. diff, spores, and more. I'm your host, Nancy Kerala, and today we have two special guests with us. We have Dr. Tina Chapa, uh, MD, MPH, clinician educator, uh, over uh, and going to be with us to introduce not only the COVID-19, but discuss some interesting information. Uh, Tina Chapa and Dr. Chapa is a clinician educator, a member of the CETA Foundation, co-director of the Junior Infection Fighter Program, uh, infectious uh, infectious disease physician and a professor of medicine in the division of infectious disease at Wayne State University and the corporate medical director of hospital epidemiology infection prevention and antibiotic stewardship at Detroit Medical Center Wayne State University and we also have our special guest Jennifer Wood a C. diff survivor a cosmetologist consultant and uh, blogger for C. diff also and Right now, um, we just want to let you know that uh, we will be discussing COVID-19, the introduction, and C. difficile infections, the contrast and compare. Uh, We just want to say that um, C. diff infections and COVID-19 are infectious diseases that affect individuals worldwide. The COVID-19 pandemic is rapidly claiming lives across the globe, and an additional coronavirus and SARS and MERS, but when viewed with a C. diff infection, the two can definitely share key points on multiple levels. And at this time, it is a great pleasure to introduce our special guest, Dr. Tina Chopra. Thank you for joining us today, Tina. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, it's our pleasure, and we thank you so much for you being here. And we're just going to jump right in and ask you Dr. Chopra, if you wouldn't mind explaining to our global listeners, what is a coronavirus? Sure. So this uh, novel coronavirus is a new coronavirus that has not been previously identified. And it is uh, the cause of the COVID-19 disease. Um, It is not uh, same as the coronavirus that commonly, commonly circulates amongst humans and causes mild illness like the common cold. So this is a different kind of a virus which originated in uh, uh, Wuhan, China in uh, December of 2019. And um, uh, officially, the name that was given to the virus um, was in February of this year. And uh, uh, this virus causes respiratory illness in the form of severe pneumonia and acute respiratory distress uh, syndrome. And it spreads very rapidly. It's much more contagious than uh, flu and with a reproductive ratio of anywhere between two to three and also a much higher mortality. And that makes it very different uh, from influenza. Thank you so much, Dr. Chopra. And so the virus has been named SARS-CoV-2 and the diseases cause that has been caused by it has been named COVID-19. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Uh, the, the virus is uh, named, as you know, we did uh, see uh, SARS initially uh, in the past in 2003. And uh, we've also seen uh, MERS-CoV, another viral infection. So 
the, the all these viruses, you know, MERS and SARS and COVID nineteen are all thought to have originated in the in in bats. And uh, the first case of SARS was reported in two thousand and three. And since then, you know, this SARS-CoV-1 that we saw in 2003, more than 8,000 cases were reported. And uh, also, most people with SARS, they became ill anywhere between 2 to 10 days after exposure, and their death rate was as high as 10%, but even higher than uh, 50% in older patients. But since then, no cases of SARS have been reported anywhere in the world since 2004. And uh, that's why this virus is a different kind of SARS virus. It's called SARS-CoV-2 because it's a newer, uh, uh, it is different genetically and it does cause a respiratory illness, which is similar to that SARS virus, but yet the life cycle of the virus is different from the previously reported SARS virus. Okay, wonderful. And I just want to say this, is that SARS stands for Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, and MERS stands for Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. Uh, we just wanted to let our you know let our listeners know which what stands for what now, and we know how the COVID nineteen uh, received their name. So, doctor, how is the COVID nineteen transmitted? The transmission is mainly through droplet uh, transmission. You know, when somebody coughs or sneezes, the droplets. Uh, they travel through the air, and some of them are bigger droplets, and some are even smaller droplets, and they can travel. Um, that's why the importance of wearing masks, and particularly for healthcare workers, wearing N95 masks that can also protect us from smaller droplets, which are called aerosols. The bigger droplets can travel anywhere uh, between three to six feet and uh, then drop down on the, on the floor. The second mode of transmission is through contacts, which we call as commonly called as fomites. You know, when we have um, a person has uh, COVID-19 disease, they are shedding the virus and they are touching surfaces. And we go, a healthy person goes and touches the same surface and then touches their mouth uh, or nose or uh, eyes. Those are the ways uh, it can enter through our mucous membranes and cause uh, COVID-19 disease. Okay, thank you, Dr. Chopper. Uh, Dr. Chopper, can you take a moment and explain the the symptoms that you're witnessing uh, at the hospital? What is the the number one symptom that we would you know would indicate that this might be a COVID nineteen? That's a great question, um, Nancy. Patients are um, presenting with variable presentations, but fever, cough, and shortness of breath are invariably present either together or in um, uh, alone. Uh, also, there are patients who are now, we are seeing some patients presenting with di- diarrhea, in, uh, let's say combination of fever and diarrhea or combination of cough and diarrhea. We are seeing, uh, we've seen some anecdotal cases who've presented with fever and abdominal pain. And uh, that is uh, quite uh, uh, deceptive of this virus. I call it uh, a virus that is very deceptive because uh, we had a patient who came in with abdominal pain and diarrhea, and we thought that the patient may be having a uh, needing some sort of surgery with such severe abdominal pain. But it ended up being um, a patient with COVID nineteen disease. Um, also, we have patients who are reporting uh, through their course of illness presenting with. Um, the loss of sense of smell and loss of sense of taste that have been noted um, 
globally by patients. So these are uh, uh, a spectrum of uh, symptoms that these patients are presenting with. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Chapa. And Dr. Chapa, um, can um, we take a moment and just uh, the, the symptoms, the graphs, there are some graphics out there for um, describing the symptoms. Would you mind sharing that with our listeners? Such as, it, you know, they can be reviewed on the CDC website. Uh, yes. The, you mean what percentage of patients can present with um, a particular, is that what you are uh, exactly I think we saw some um, graphs that uh, the cdc.gov had put out on like a fact check about with the symptoms um, that's all I was I was directing at I'm sorry I didn't mean to yes, confuse you yes. there you no, no, that's that's uh, very very important um, I, the CDC website gives you uh, these uh, ideas and gives you trends as far as uh, what percentage of patients can have fever, cough, or shortness of breath. But I want um, our viewers to and listeners to remember that um, not all of the symptoms will be present at the same time. And also the symptoms can vary in progression. You may start with a fever and that can progress and um, uh, to shortness of breath and chest tightness. You may have a slight mild chest pain and that can progress to severe chest pain and tightness and shortness of breath. So watching out for that progression of symptoms between 2 to 14 days after exposure, which is the mean incubation period of the virus, is extremely important and and calling your healthcare providers at a timely manner so that you can get the appropriate treatment is extremely important. Okay. Absolutely. We couldn't agree with you more. And Dr. Chopra, uh, how can individuals protect themselves from the COVID-19 around the world? So first thing is obviously at this point, staying at home, you know, not, uh, uh, there is more and more evidence that the virus is being spread through aerosols. And if there is an essential visit that has to be made, um, you want to wear some sort of protection around your mouth in the form of a mask or even a bandana that has been recommended by CDC. Um, the first thing I would always tell everybody is to stay at home and not make these visits. But if something extremely emergent comes up, uh, you want to take precautions. Uh, and when you return back from uh, this trip, you want to take all the precautions to um, keep yourself clean and healthy, wash your hands, make sure you change your clothes because of the fact that this virus can be transmitted through through contact. Um, and you uh, clean the surfaces at in the house, you clean your shoes before you enter, you keep your shoes outside in the garage. Um, and um, also in, inside the house, uh, if somebody is sick and has even milder symptoms, you want to maintain social distancing inside the house and self-isolate, which can help protect other individuals in the family. Okay, thank you, Dr. Chopra. And Dr. Chopra, would you recommend, um, we have seen a lot of articles, a lot of um, misleading information too, but wouldn't, would you recommend uh, the household, once you've gone grocery shopping, to dispose of the, the plastic bags or the bags used for the groceries and also to wipe down like canned goods and, uh, and porous, you know, non-porous uh, you know, items that we were getting at the grocery store? 
That's a great point, Nancy. Thank you for reminding me about uh, mentioning this part that, yes, you want to throw away these plastic bags. You want to make sure you uh, wipe down your groceries. You make sure you clean your fruits and vegetables really well before you use them. You clean your, uh, wipe down your uh, cartons of milk and uh, other such items before you put them inside the fridge. Uh, because of, again, the fact that there is asymptomatic shedding of the virus as well. Even if patients, if people in the community appear very healthy, they may not know that they have the virus and they are shedding the virus onto anything they are touching. And hence the, the regulations around not going outside and staying at home because even uh, if we take all the precautions to the T, when we go outside, we put ourselves at some sort of risk. Exactly. And what we want to use on when we're wiping down grocery items, like the carton of milk, the tin, you know, the tin, the tin cans and um, you know, uh, non-porous, uh, the, you know, containers. We want to use either alcohol or we want to use a bleach and water solution. Is that correct? That's correct. You can use... Alcohol, you can use some of the wipes that are out there. Clorox or Lysol wipes can be used. Uh, you can also, uh, even if you uh, put a microfiber cloth in soap and water and clean some of these non-porous cans and things like that, because the soap is actually, um, it, in, it kills the lipid layer of the virus. So even okay. that would work if you don't have any of those things. Okay. All right, that's wonderful. Dr. Chopra, we can't thank you enough for joining us today. We're already coming up to our commercial break, but we appreciate the important information that you shared with our global listeners today. And thank you and your team in Michigan. Uh, we, We definitely want you to stay safe, and we look forward to having you back with us really soon. So thank you again for joining us today. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. And at this time, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back in a few minutes and please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these special messages from Clorox Healthcare. Thank you. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. To help support the C-Diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll free 1-844-4-C-Diff. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands. Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. 
For additional information on hand-washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thank you so much for tuning in today. We are here with our special guest, uh, Jennifer Wood, a cosmetologist consultant, a C. diff survivor, and a blogger for C. difficile infections. And right now we are here today to discuss the COVID-19 introduction and C. difficile infection. The contrast and compare. Uh, right now um, we would like to also mention some in- interesting information. Uh, in regards to the compare and the contrast is the difference between the two uh, topics, the the COVID-19 and, and the C. difficile infection. Uh, C. clostridioides difficile, also known as C. diff, uh, is a gastrointestinal infectious disease. Uh, COVID-19 is a respiratory illness. Uh, while the mode of transmission of C. diff can be either directly or indirectly hospital-acquired or community-acquired, uh, or ingest C. diff spores tr- transmitted from others and patients by hands or an altered normal intestinal flora caused by antibiotic therapy, which allows the proliferation of C. diff spores that go into the colon, uh, coming in contact with contaminated surfaces, devices, or material uh, with Clostridium difficile. Clostridioides difficile spores can easily be transferred to individuals by hands that have touched a contaminated surface or item. The same with the COVID-19. It can spread from person to person, usually through close contact with an infected person or through respiratory droplets, as Dr. Chopra had just mentioned. Uh, that or, or they're dispersed in the air when an infected person coughs or sneezes. Uh, it may be also possible to get the virus by touching the contaminated surfaces or objects with the virus uh, and then touching your nose, mouth, or eyes, but it is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. Uh, they're not, uh, the actual is the droplets, and now they have issued for to wear the mask as soon as you leave your home uh, or the bandana. Uh, and you can find more information about both of these uh, protective equipment for individuals and families, um, non-healthcare uh, facility and non-healthcare workers uh, at the cdc.gov website. And Jennifer, I'm going to turn this over to you. Yes. Yeah, so um, another difference is how long is the C. diff incubation period? Um, the exact length of C. diff incubation period is not known, um, but it's generally fewer than seven days. Where how long is the COVID-19 incubation period? Um, the incubation period for COVID-19 is one to 14 days. And the similarity is that <clears throat> they both do, in fact, have incubation periods. 
um, are individuals contagious the, uh, during the incubation period? Yes, for both um, during the incubation period, both for C. diff and COVID-19. Um, they're both, both individuals are contagious. Um, so let, let's take a minute to discuss prevention. Um, number one, infection prevention worldwide is hand washing for a minimum of 20 seconds. And that's, you can sing happy birthday twice. Um, a clean, dry towel to turn water faucets off and open the restroom door with a clean, dry towel. And that's because you don't want to be touching a door after you've just washed your hands. You want to use that towel to open that door and make sure your hands stay clean. Um, after using the restroom, after changing diapers, before eating, before preparing food, after handling pets, upon entering a patient's room, before exiting a patient's room, before exiting an outpatient center, after shopping, after visiting the gym, and any time when hands are visibly soiled. Um, asking physicians to utilize the laboratory tests recommended in the IDSA guidelines to accurately dis uh, diagnose an active CDI before starting antibiotic therapy. Um, <clears throat> when hospitalized, you want to make sure that all visitors and healthcare providers wear proper PPE, which is something we're all talking about these days, and that is the personal protective equipment, the gloves, the mask, the gown. Um, and perform safe hand washing upon entering the patient's isolation room and before exiting the room. When hospitalized, you want to inquire about environment, environmental technicians and the frequency in cleaning and disinfecting the contaminated surfaces within the patient's room so you can be aware of how often Things are being cleaned, and you can know how they're being cleaned in order to stay safe. When hospitalized, uh, visitors should refrain from bringing food into isolation rooms um, and should follow isolation guidelines for the patient's safety and their own safety. Um, <clears throat> when patients are unable to walk to the sink, you could... Offer a basin of water, bring them some soap and a dry towel to wash their hands frequently, um, such as before eating, after using bedside commodes and restrooms, and when soiled. <clears throat> and importantly, everyone should be discussing the use of antibiotics with their health care provider during an illness and for noted symptoms. Is it a bacterial infection? Is it a virus? Remember, antibiotics are not effective during an illness caused by a virus. When you're at home, you want to clean and disinfect hard, non-porous surfaces and make sure that you're using an EPA-registered cleaning product that has a C. diff kill claim. Remember, Alcohol, hand sanitizers, 
Do not kill C. diff spores. Visit the cdifffoundation.org website and click on the Home Care tab with the heart symbol to review the many surfaces that can be contaminated in a home environment. Exactly. Jennifer, thank you so much for all that information you shared with our global listeners. We really do appreciate it. That was amazing. Um, And I know we're all taking notes, so we will definitely remember this. And, uh, you know, we can talk about um, C. diff testing um, and what should happen uh, to achieve the target, um, you know, with testing. Patients with unexplained and new onset such as three or more unformed stools in 24 hours, are the perfect target population for testing for a C. diff infection. Uh, when uh, with this role of repeat testing, um, without symptoms, uh, we don't retest. Uh, and with patients who do not have symptoms, um, we do not. It's not recommended that testing. Uh, be done, re, uh, repeat test within seven days uh, during the same episode of diarrhea and do not test stool for patients that are asymptomatic or are not having symptoms except for the epidemiological studies. So when we talk about, uh, you know, different, the contrast, when we talk about, you know, going from, um, you know, the C. diff to the uh, coronavirus, the COVID-19, uh, they, upon admission, like Dr. Chopra said, some of the symptoms are abdominal pain and diarrhea, you know, and here we've got C. diff with abdominal pain and diarrhea. So, right. you know, and, you know, when we talk about the virus being spread, like you said, you know, contaminated surfaces, there, that's the both. Uh, that's a similarity. Yeah. And when we talk about, um, you know, the contaminated surfaces and hand to mouth the same thing you touch something and that's why it is so important to wash your hands um you know absolutely and jennifer what what kind of soap is there a special soap that we need when we wash our hands um you know i think it just needs to be regular regular soap you know regular soap um, hand sanitizers do not are not effective against against CDI. You don't want to be using bleach. You don't want to be using alcohol. Um, so you just want to be using you know regular. I use bar soap in my house. That's what I use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we use pump soap. And in the hospitals, they have the pump soap out of a dispenser and at home, you know, a bar soap. But uh, we actually like the liquid soaps because with the bar soap, yeah. you know, you have to risk rinse it off first, but, and then, you know, there are instructions to, to follow. Yeah. Exactly. And you went over the instructions and that also can be found on the C. difficile. No, sorry. The C. diff foundation website, cdc.gov website and who.it website. Uh, all really good information. Uh, and how to protect yourself from both is not just hand washing, but also avoid contact with anyone who is not feeling well, who has illness and symptoms. Uh, avoid touching right. the eyes, nose, and mouth. Uh, and also to cover your mouth and your nose if you are having symptoms and making sure that they use your the crease in your arm 
to, if you sneeze or cough, so not to spread the droplets. Um, if you're feeling unwell, stay home. Uh, that's another thing, you know, and that that's a comparison right there, Jennifer, about, you know, the um, the isolation, you know, the what yeah. we go through with C. diff and what we go through with the coronavirus uh, COVID-19. So we just know um, that this is, hang on one second, I lost, I lost my mic here for a minute. I'm so sorry. Um, but that is. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. It happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's very complicated for physicians now, even in the emergency room, if a patient's displaying symptoms of diarrhea, you know, um, uh, just acute onset, you know, like it said, three loose stools within 24 hours and with abdominal pain, um, you know, is it C. diff? Is it COVID-19? Right. It's really it's it makes their job that much harder. So right. Um, right. yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if, if you can compare it anymore uh, to what we just went through. And you know, this might be a really good time to take a commercial break. Uh, yes. Yeah, you think so? Good. Okay, great. Yeah, I think All right. so. Okay, let's go to commercial and uh, here are some really great messages from our uh, sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. Please stay tuned. We will be right back after these messages. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. To help support the C. Diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4 C. Diff. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we thank you for joining us today. We are very happy to have our special guest, Jennifer Wood, a C. diff survivor, uh, a cosmetologist consultant, and a blogger on C. difficile infections. Um, Today, we're discussing the COVID-19 introduction 
uh, and C. difficile infections, the contrast and compare to both in regards to treatment, prevention, and environmental safety. And there are similarities between the C. diff infection and COVID-19. And Jennifer, I want to welcome you back to the program. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for joining us today. And Jennifer, let's take a moment to talk about isolation uh, or what we're experiencing now with the stay-at-home orders uh, in comparison to um, the COVID-19. From your experience, how are these times similar uh, in comparison with the C. diff and the COVID-19? Yeah, Nancy, and I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. I always enjoy um, coming on and being on this radio show and um, speaking with you and all the support that the foundation has uh, given given me. And you guys have always been super helpful. Your website is so helpful, and um, I'm just super grateful that you guys are are here. Just wanted to thank say you. that. Um, thank you. Thank you. So, in regards to um, the the similarities, uh, I've found a lot personally as a C. diff survivor um, regarding you know isolation. You know, isolation in itself is a huge similarity to um, to C. diff. Uh, you know, this is a way of life for patients that are being treated or suffering, suffering from C. difficile. You know, this is, um, isolation is something that can go on for a few weeks or in my case, months. Um, you can be separated from your friends and family. You can be separated from the world at large. You can be stuck in your house and, um, this can become, you know, a very long-term thing. It's, 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 it feels very, very similar to me in in a lot of ways. Um, so just the isolation in and of itself is one of the similarities, in my opinion. Um, another way that I think I've seen um, a similarity between C. diff and the COVID-19 is um, coming from the isolation is um, and I'll touch on this uh, again further down, but the depression um, and the anger, um, the struggling with emotions from the loss of human contact, you know, I think that is a very real thing um, mm-hmm. when you are separated from your friends, your family, <clears throat> to deal with these kinds of emotions. And it can be very difficult to deal with, whether you have C. diff, you have COVID, or you are just someone who is doing the stay-at-home orders in general, and you're not sick. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that this is something that everyone right now is probably getting a little taste of and experiencing. Um, And again, it, it can be a way of life for patients with C. diff. No, you're so, so right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it can be so painful. You know, we don't realize just how much human contact 
can be so important in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And when you take that out, you know, it can be just very lonely and, um, you know, isolating, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Isolating. And, you know, a majority of the American uh, individuals, the American public, they are at home, isolation, but also many of them have lost their employment. And we, right. when you, any catastrophic illness affects a family, an individual, there is a loss of employment. Um, there, right. There's loss of uh, everyday activities, you know, uh, right. driving, going outside. <laughs> So when you have a C. diff infection, when you have a catastrophic illness that keeps you in, uh, and we've had patients with C. diff for two years have been battling it, and they have not, I know, nobody wants to come visit because you're ill. Here, it's, right. we're, we're doing social distancing, we're doing at home to flatten the curve, to slow the progression of this virus. Uh, in it's it's working, and that's that's a positive. But we go, we're experiencing the things you experience, like you know, you said, Jennifer, when you're at home and you have, you know, all this isolation and the loss of contact. Uh, there's some losses that you know we experience, but then a lot of um, depression, a lot of mental health right. starts coming into this, doesn't it? Your mental health. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can deny that mental health uh, is definitely affected. Um, yeah. and, and speaking of the job loss, that was going to be my next point. You mm-hmm. know, that, that, that is the similarity because um, a lot of people with fetus, you know, when they have it for an extended period of time, they can deal with, you know, the job loss, the financial instability, and most importantly, the loss of health insurance, which I think no. is what a yeah. lot of people right now are dealing with. You know, exactly. um, and it's something we don't consider at other points in our life when we're doing well and we're healthy. Um, and I think you and I discussed, you know, for the future, making sure that when we take a job, that that job offers us that short-term disability, you know, even mm-hmm. if it means you have to pay for it, it can become a very invaluable thing to make sure that you have in case any kind of event like C. diff, like this COVID happens in your life, that you have that short-term disability to fall exactly. back on. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't, even when I was diagnosed with C. diff in 2008, I, I really had wished that I took advantage and had signed up, uh, you know, with the benefit package for a short-term disability. It would have been uh, a big help at that time being out for 18 months, you know, fighting the infection. So another thing, too, I want to just mention right now to our listeners, in the event you know you're not going to have Internet capability or you're not going to have any kind of communication please at this time drop us a line at info at cdifffoundation.org let us have your provide us with your home address we will keep you updated we will be sending out postcards and information so please know that you're not alone 
Uh, we have a lot of um, patients, families that are unable to pay their, you know, to cover and pay the expenses of internet service at this time and during even an infection because they don't have employment. I was there. I remember those days. Uh, And, you know, it's like you have a phone. That's great. But without the Wi-Fi, it gets complicated. So please contact us now while you do have the ability and just provide us. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. We will make sure that the mail gets to you. So I just wanted to let people know and individuals know. Thanks, Jennifer. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. And, um, you know, the next point that I was thinking, you know, one of the first things I think that that hit me when we started hearing about COVID as as someone who is a, a C. diff survivor, has had infectious disease, um, is shame. You know, shame, shame of having an infectious disease. And this would probably be more the similarity for people that actually have COVID or are being diagnosed with COVID. Um, but that shame can also cause depression and, you know, mental health issues. Um, just feeling like there's something wrong with me. Am I dirty? Have I, you know, all of those thoughts that I think can come along with having been diagnosed with a, an infectious disease and something that's contagious do bring shame. Um, and that, that has definitely come up for me, seeing what's going on in the news and, and hearing all this about COVID-19 and um, infectious disease is, is mm-hmm. just that shame factor. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, Jennifer... Um, another similarity would be the risk factors. You know, there's a lot of similarity with between the two because it's over 60. The senior population yep. is always higher at risk. Uh, anyone right. who has a weakened immune system, uh, diabetes, heart condition, cancer, uh, recent hospitalizations. Uh, also for COVID-19, being in close contact with clo- with um, sick individuals. And previous infections with C. diff or known exposure to the germs. Uh, Those are, you know, another risk factor. So, you know, I mean, the way the only thing we can really say, and we're going to say it a hundred times, and we'll keep preaching it, is wash your hands. And it is global. Yes. Yeah, there's more information now about how to and when and um, actually it's really uh, it's so important and disinfecting cleaning your home uh, and yep yeah and what kind of cleaning products products, Jennifer? Bleach products that have an EPA registration which will combat both CDI and COVID-19. Okay Uh, at least they share the same cleaning product that's it that is true and that's good right uh, and, also, I, and I, d- I did want to mention i did want to mention real quick that if you're having any feelings of depression or anything like that please make sure that you discuss this with your your primary care doctor or another health care provider absolutely thanks jennifer and both cdi yeah. and COVID 19 in hospitals and care facilities are providing to be beneficial um the uh 
the positive outcomes from utilizing UV disinfection, UV disinfecting robots, uh, hydrogen peroxide products. These are both proving to be certainly helpful and an added necessity uh, with combating um, both and all healthcare acquired infections. So, and at that point, Jennifer, I think right now we're going to pause for another commercial break. Uh, and when we come back, okay. we'll continue discussing um, the, in, the comparison and contrast of C. diff and the COVID-19 virus with Jennifer Wood. Please stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? washed your hands. Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thank you for tuning in with us today. And we have our special guest, Jennifer Wood, a C. diff survivor, a cosmetologist consultant, and a blogger for C. difficile infections. And Jennifer, welcome back to the program. Thank you. You're so welcome. We just wanted to. Sorry about that. Yep. No, that's all right. You're great. I was just going to say um, before. Uh, the commercial break, we were discussing uh, the comparison of both the CDI and the COVID-19. And what I really want to just um, quickly say and let others know, our global listeners, um, there are rapid diagnostics now, uh, testing available for both CDI and COVID-19 and FDA approved. So this is positive for both sides. Uh, both C. diff spores and COVID-19 uh, have been confirmed by researchers and found to be in the fecal matter after the illness and symptoms have been resolved. Uh, This is important information uh, for uh, fecal microbiota transplant donors. uh, And there is a safety issue bulletin, FDA bulletin, that was released not too long ago about COVID-19 and um, 
how it has been found in fecal matter uh, after an illness and symptoms are resolved. And that information can be found on the C. diff foundation website is C. diff foundation.org. And you can read the bulletin um, on the information there uh, that's posted and the treatments Jennifer, likewise, um, the CDI, C. diff infection, and COVID-19 are being treated with antibiotics. Uh, vancomycin, first choice of antibiotics to treat a C. diff infection. And with the COVID-19, we, they are utilizing uh, the anti-malaria drug with azithromycin. So there are more right. similarities there. Exactly. So right. now, before we end the program, um, Jennifer, how about if we discuss the key points from today's program? Sure. Okay. Didn't you I'm have gonna... one more similarity you wanted to mention about toilet paper? Ah, yes. <laughs> yes, we had discussed that. Yes, um, and both similarities for the C. diff infection and COVID-19. Let's talk about the toilet paper issue. Uh, we are... Uh, hearing from patients, their families, um, who are now experiencing toilet paper anxiety. Uh, The overpurchasing and hoarding of this product uh, is increasing the anxiety in all patients and individuals worldwide who who already have an existing diagnosis of not only C. diff, but there are other gastrointestinal um, disorders and diseases. you know, um, symptoms that, that they have been living with Crohn's, uh, disease. We have irritable bowel. Uh, we have all sort mm-hmm. of colitis. There are so many, um, and they, you know, I remember, I mean, when you have a C. diff infection, you can go through two rolls of toilet paper a day. And that is right. no lie. I mean, this is a right. necessity. And when you're buying, you know, 40 packs of toilet paper and wiping out the shelf, it's not leaving any options um, for these patients. So please consider your needs and what your family needs are before, you know, um, taking all of the product off the shelf. And thanks, Jennifer, for reminding me that. And now I'm going to um, ask you to, um, to, you know, if you wouldn't mind reviewing some of the key points from today's program. Yeah, of course. Let's do it. So okay. with COVID-19 and C. diff, uh, the prevention tips um, would be avoid close contact with sick individuals, frequent washing of the hands with soap and water, no touching the eyes, nose, or mouth with unwashed hands, and practicing good respiratory hygiene. Um, you want me to keep going or you want to take turns? Actually, um, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about, we talked about the symptoms, okay? Um, the initial flu-like symptoms, but they're not flu. Uh, fever, coughing, breathing difficulties like Dr. Chopra had discussed earlier in the program. And with C. diff symptoms would be the three watery loose stools within 24 hours. And symptoms might develop within a few days after taking antibiotics. Um, That would be the diarrhea, including loose stool, the fever, the stomach tenderness and and pain. uh, And also the loss of appetite and nausea. And I'm going to turn it back over to you, Jen. 
And then the mode of transmission is um, human-to-human transmission via respiratory droplets for COVID and COVID-19. And for C. diff, the mode of transmission is uh, can be either directly or indirectly hospital-acquired or community-acquired, ingesting C. diff spores transmitted from others and patients by hands or altered normal intestinal flora by antibiotic therapy, allowing proliferation of C. diff in the colon. Coming in contact with contaminated surfaces, devices, devices, don't forget, clean your devices, please, or material with Clostridium difficile spores can easily be transferred to individuals by hands that have touched a contaminated surface or item. Exactly. Thanks, Jennifer. And the risk factors, let's say, you. you I'm going to let you say this one. Uh, over 60, the senior population are higher risk. Um, recent hospitalizations, a weakened immune system, and also for COVID-19, being in close contact with individuals who are ill with noticeable symptoms of coughing and sneezing, and previous infection with C. diff or known exposure to the germs. Exactly. And Jennifer, um, your blog information, would you like to share that with our global listeners? Oh, thank you so much for asking. Yes. So um, I'm mostly uh, on Instagram. My name on Instagram is at uh, Woodsy, W-O-O-D-S-Y underscore gal, G-A-L. Or you can find me on Facebook, which is uh, Woodsy's Woodsy Gals, no underscore, beauty blog. And um, I mostly talk about cruelty-free makeup, which is uh, makeup that has not been tested on animals. Um, I love to talk about, you know, cosmetics, makeup, skincare. Um, I do videos using makeup. Um, I do product reviews. And I talk about all kinds of things. I do... Um, stories pretty much every day and I just really like to have fun meet people and talk about the topics that are most important to me so um, I'm really very silly (laughs) no you are a great survivor of C. diff and we really appreciate you Jennifer and for additional COVID-19 information always visit the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and their website is www.cdc.gov, and the World Health Organization, www.who.int. And we, right before we close, we are at the end of our program already, and we want to thank you, Jennifer, again, for joining us today on Seed of Spores and More. And we are grateful for your dedication in healthcare support, the health and wellness community, and sharing your story and your support with all of the families and patients worldwide. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And at this time, the C. diff Foundation members would like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. 
To learn more about their products, visit the Clorox Healthcare website. It's www.cloroxhealthcare.com forward slash radio. We send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated for and recovering from a C. diff infection and the many wellness training illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corella, with our reminder that none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Corella, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We'll be right back. 